Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host. Thank you, Black Queen, then. Why, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. And, of course, we are talking about 90 Day Fiancé, The Other Way, and, of course, Darcy and Stacey. How do we forget those twins? But how you doing, Coupon Queen Pen? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm doing good. Now... I don't know how I feel about this 90 day fiance, the other way new season. Yes, it's only the second episode, but I just wanted to hear your thoughts because I will dive into Darcy and Stacey before we get into it. But how did you feel about this episode? Like, I just found it like, when are we getting to the good parts? That's what I was thinking. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the juicy bits. You know, we have a few countries that just keep giving us the things that they're giving us but um yeah i'm i'm really waiting for it to like pick up maybe it'll pick up in episode three well hopefully but you know i don't know it was just a total stews fest but we'll see what happens i feel like they're trying to delay everything and what's next is it 90 day fiance is it before the 90 days what franchise is coming up next are they doing something completely different I, we need a break from happily ever after. Let's just face it. Let's just put it out there. No more happily ever after. I'm done seeing the rest of uh, the older cast. But it seems like some of the cast have been filming in the Key West, which I hate to say is one of them, Angela and um, Yara and Jovi. I think it was. We saw a glimpse of them, but yep, also and Big, Big Ed, Ed and Liz. Mm-hmm. And there's been rumors going around about Natalie wanting to be on more TV. And um, Josh's ex-wife has told um, In Touch exclusively that they're still going strong and they're still together, which I'll be honest, I'm, I'm shocked, but not at the same time if that makes any sense, because Josh is just looking for a way to build his empire even more at this point, because look how many people watch 90 Day. I mean, of course. I mean, Natalie just wants to be famous and Josh needs to build his modeling empire. So why not? All right. So let's get into the disaster of the twin sisters of Darcy and Stacy, which airs on Monday night for those who don't know. And it's actually on Discovery Plus a lot earlier than you think. So around 4 a.m., the episode's already out and ready to go. So in this week's episode, Darcy's getting ready to meet her new match. And I say that with air quotes. Uh, Michelle, who is her matchmaker, is visiting Darcy to see what she's going to be wearing to her date because she found a man and she feels like this could be the one they match. So with Darcy's apparel and attire, Michelle actually sent her a couple of guidelines and one of them is to cover up her boobs because it gives the wrong impression and she just wants her to be more elegant more sophisticated and not too overboard and you know showing off the tatas it was freaking funny because darcy's trying on this black dress which is kind of like the i guess the heart shape I think I'm saying this correctly, the heart shape kind of where obviously her whole chest is sticking out halfway. And she's just like, you know, I feel really cute, really, really sexy. And like, I feel so elegant. And I feel like this is like amazing. So she comes out and shows Michelle. Michelle's just like, uh, this is not going to work. So she goes back out, uh, goes back in, changes into another outfit. And it's more revealing than the other one. She has like the slit coming down from the middle of her chest. And I'm just like, this is crazy. And of course, she has it in two colors, in white and black. And Michelle's like, no, are you kidding me? No, this is not This is not what I asked you. I asked you to find clothing that you have as a cover up. Because I don't want this guy where I'm telling you that you're so, telling him that you're so elegant and you're dressing like a hoe. And her face was just like, 
it was hilarious. It was hilarious. And I'm glad somebody as a professional like Michelle is telling her to really, you know, learn to dress your age in the nicest way possible. And Darcy says she just wants to show up like a nun. And Michelle just wants to scream, literally. <laughs> so she tries to make it work. She, they end up finding a brooch. And she says she has nothing else. She went shopping. And she's like, well, now I know what to look for the next time. And try to make her happy at the end of the day. But when you hear her confessionals, of course, it's definitely the opposite of what the response is, right? Um, so from that, we see now Darcy wants to sit down with Floria and talk about his best man decision. And she doesn't know how to go about with this. But, you know, Florian really does say, you know, I have no family. I have nobody else. And when I speak to Georgie, he is like family because he understands he's an immigrant. He's from, you know, Europe and he understands. And I feel like he's my family and it makes me feel like family. And I have no friends. I have nobody else around me. And I feel like Georgie is going to, is the best decision. And we are friends and we get along and et cetera, et cetera. So Stacey's kind of like, you know, I understand. And it gets very touchy-feely here because um, he talks about his sister, how she recently passed away six months ago when they were filming at that time with cancer. And um, it, he obviously is grieving still. And it was so sad. Like, you know, the producer tried to ask him, like, hey, can you just tell us how she is or something? And, you know, can you tell us a little bit more about her? And, and he was just like, she was very positive. She was always positive. She was very nice. You know, I just, she was, she was very sweet and he just broke down and I don't blame him, right? Because it's been six months, like it's so fresh, but you know, Darcy, Stacy comes around and kind of says, you know what? Okay. I understand. Like, I, I understand your decision of picking Georgie and I'm okay with it, but we got to figure out what to do with obviously with Darcy moving on to Darcy's date and Michelle sets them up. Um, with an activity they're going to make a cocktail and they actually have to work together and spark conversation so this man is actually around her age he is from brazil but raised in portugal he is in real estate for 22 years and they make this cocktail recipe and they both have two daughters and I was like, oh, my God, they have two daughters, almost in the similar age range. Uh, he seems very successful. And then the one thing that kind of irritates me is that, you know, she's just like, oh, this is the first time I've been on a date with a man who actually knows what he wants in life. And he he's successful. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like did you just discover that. Like, obviously, you're dating guys super young who just literally graduated from college. They obviously are starting their life and they're not going to have two feet on the ground yet. Like, come on. <laughs> it was just, it, I don't even know what to describe it, but I feel like this man was very nice to her and really just had a conversation and actually wants to go on a second date with her. Uh, so she's like, okay, sure, why not? And I feel like, you know, he is attractive for his age, but I feel like she's kind of like, mm, she wants the guy with the eight pack or the 12 pack and, you know, he's going to look fine. But she has to look past that because it's been 22 years in this business. He is in real estate. Like he's got two daughters. Like, come on, like that's something that's a guy for her. You know what I mean? But anyways, you know how Darcy is and the, he she does agree to see with uh, to see him again. Going to Florian and Stacy, they have their first cake testing, and they of course they invite Darcy, and things get heated because you know <laughs> Florian finds out that a wedding cake goes from four thousand dollars to ten thousand, and Darcy's just like, "Listen, Florian, this is important. This is the cake. The cake costs this much, and we have to get a cake." And then Florian gets upset because she even adds, "Well, you need to get a job if you need to contribute because the cake is so important." And that's the price. And then Florian says, well, you need to find a man. And I know I'm missing most of this, but he really <laughs> insults her by saying she needs to find a man. This is not a twin wedding. This is not your wedding with ours. This is my wedding with Stacy and myself. And I'm just like, dang. So obviously she gets upset and gets up and leaves. You know, the thing that Darcy does and she gets upset. She's like, well, Florian should be talked to me like that. You know, he needs to find a job. Well, guess what, guys? 
he actually walks into a modeling modeling agency. <laughs> he walks in without a portfolio in his hand or any photos of some sort and speaks to one of the, um, I guess, let's say agents. And the first thing she says, she's like, do you have a portfolio or some professional photos or Hesha? Huh? <laughs> That's how he's proud. Huh? <laughs> she's like, uh, photos, like headshots, like photos photos of yourself oh no on my phone so he pulls up on his phone what he has obviously taken from back in the day and she says do you have this body still and he's like yeah do you work out mm, i just moved here so no i know workout so <laughs> and she's like well okay so we need to get professional photos but you know we'll take a couple of snippets of yourself and we'll see if you qualify so her assistant comes and tries to take pictures of Florian. He's just like literally a straw. Like he ain't moving. He ain't bending. Nothing. She's like, you know, just let loose. You know, just just give me some poses. And he's just really trying. Well, he's forcing it because he feels uncomfortable. And of course, he says it is confessional. This is not what I expected. I feel like this agency is very unprofessional. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't call me. And asking me for this, asking me for that. And at the end of it, the agency kind of says, you know what, uh, Florian, you know, you got to have some sort of portfolio. If it's even on an iPad, um, you got to show us your professional portfolio. Like, we need to see that. But the agency, they did their confessionals on both ladies. And they say that Florian does not have a future in modeling. He doesn't have a personality. He wasn't happy when he came in. He needs to have a personality. The one thing he only has is he's tall and he has nice eyes and that's it. So it was pretty funny. Um, now the twins and Florian are heading off to L.A. because they are trying to figure out if they got the clothes for this collaboration. And they find out that some of the colors of, of the samples are not in. So they're very upset. They really have to meet the deadline for next week uh, because this collaboration with possible kicks is not going to happen. They really need this to work. Um, so the poor guy needs to find a way to get these samples in, get everything uh, embroidered and everything to go for this meeting. Um, later on, so they celebrate Florian's birthday. And of course, I think he had too much, a little bit to drink that he ends up spilling the beans of having Georgie as his best man. And of course, things get heated, but that will continue on next week. And that was Darcy and Stacy. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. They had a lot going on there. A lot. Oh my gosh. Well, we'll see. Hopefully Darcy can find something that'll cover up the girls and make her look like a nun. <laughs> it's all over social media. Oh yeah, it is. I've, I've seen people saying they feel sorry for the brooch. Uh, yeah, it's, it's all over social media. So well, let's get into the other way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So we actually meet a new cast member, Debbie. And no, it's not the same Mama Debbie, but she is older and she has a 24 year old fiance named Osama. Now, she's happy where she lives. And guess where she's from, guys? She is from Georgia. Yes, Georgia. She's from Sugar Hill, Georgia. And I have seen all over the internet, even one of my favorite Twitter followers, RJ, love you guys. I am wondering myself, how close is Sugar Hill to Hazelhurst, where Angela is from? But um, yeah, because it's just like, whoa, okay, so... She is in love with Osama, and she loves to uh, peruse thrift shops and all kinds of stuff. She makes all these amazing pieces of jewelry, which she sells all over the place. And she has children, and her son 
is not too happy that she is going to marry Osama. So it's like, I don't know. I, 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 she says that she's found someone that suits her, someone that loves her for her. I, I don't know about this. I mean, we keep seeing this older woman, young man, but she, I think, is 67 and he's 24. So it's like, whoa, hide your kids, people, hide your kids. I'm not not sure how I feel about this one. Well, if no one's watching Bilf Matter on Discovery Plus, then I don't know. I feel like you've seen it all on 90 Day, but you haven't seen it all once you watch Milf Matter, Matter, however you want to call it. I can't even talk because it's pretty late, but I'm just saying, (laughs) wow. Yeah, I, you know, when, when we first were introduced to Debbie, I was just like, what is this woman doing? Like, stop it. Like, do you honestly think this man is actually in love? It kind of reminded me of the story I think I shared with you guys a couple weeks ago when we recapped a 90 day about the 19 year old Giuseppe with a 79 year old woman. And he there was an article discovered after after playing us. This was a hoax. It was a hoax. He literally tricked his followers and everyone thought that she was even pregnant because they did this whole thing and they played along. So now I'm thinking, I feel like people are just doing this for the show. Another older woman. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, who do I believe? Do you believe their story? Do you honestly think? Probably, but Debbie, I don't know. It makes me think, is she just being smart and just wants to get some extra cash from TLC? Have you thought of that? I have, I have. And the only reason I'm starting to wonder about this couple is because we're seeing a lot of these couples, they're not in it for the love anymore. They're just in it for the fame. I mean, this woman does have what seems to be a pretty decent um, jewelry business. And who knows? I mean, maybe she asked someone to hook her up with this Osama guy because it was like when I first heard his name, I'm like, really? They couldn't find anyone else? But, okay, you know, and her son is talking to her, and he really doesn't like Osama, and I can't blame him, you know, this is his mother, you know, and she is saying that she has found the person for her, the person that makes her feel young at heart, and Osama is clearly younger than her son, so she is he is not happy with this arrangement at all, but she lets him know that she is leaving and she is going to meet Osama. Horrible. Horrible. This is another trade rack. It kind of reminds me of the wonderful Azan and Nicole. It's like the older version for some reason of Nicole and the younger version. At least Nicole and Azan were the approximately the same age. Like you're clearly talking a good what forty three years older. How does that even work? <laughs> it works for them, I guess. I don't know, but I feel like this couple's really playing us. Like, is she really in love? Is she is she a good actress? Yeah. Like, I don't know. That that is the question. That is the question. As she fans herself like Scarlett O'Hara. You know, I don't I don't know what the what was going on with that fan, but it was like <laughs> everybody else is walking around fine and she's just fanning herself. Oh my god. Let's move on from this couple. All right. So who did you want to talk about next? Hmm. Let's get into. Um. Okay, Rishi and Jen. Oh, we didn't see much of this couple. Mm-hmm. We didn't really see much of this couple. You know, it's it's just. <sighs> I I I don't know what to make of her. Because with him, it's pretty cut and dry 
he is from a traditional Indian family. But Jen is just like, you know, she just kind of looks out of it most times. I, I don't I don't know what to make of her. It's it's weird. I don't I don't know. I can't say that she doesn't love him because it really seems like she does. But do you really see this couple making it at all? Like there there just looks like there's such a a clashing of two worlds going on here. Yeah, it really is. It kind of, again, I, and I said this before, it reminds me more of Jenny and Samit, how there's cultural differences and we've seen the train wreck between Jenny and Samit and how much they have to fight for their love and, you know, do all these crazy things and hide in a different house and they couldn't know where they lived. Like, it's just ridiculous. And I feel like she's going to go this, through the same thing. And, you know, Rishi says, like, my mother is actually looking for, you know, a partner for me. And she is. She's like, hey, what do you think of this woman? And I'm like, bro, when are you going to tell mom and say, hey, I'm I'm actually engaged to this woman? Right. And I mean, and then the other thing is he lives in a house with so many other people. Like, he doesn't just live with his parents. He lives with so many other people. So it's like, wow, I... I was very confused. I was like, how, how is she going to feel about this? Any of it? Because you're, you're going more than through just the arranged marriage. You have to deal with everyone in that household. Like, is this going to be an okay thing for him? And I mean, we've already seen where Samit, where he could not say no to his family. So is Rishi going to be able to say no to his family for her? Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You know, we've seen previews through the season of these two getting into an argument because I guess she finds out like mom just hooked her son up with a fiance, not knowing that she was engaged to him. So, again, I'm just curious. I think it's going to shambles. They're going to go into shambles just like Jenny and Samit did. But this is a tough one. Like, uh, this is one, probably one cup I don't want to see because she's obviously going to get hurt. And he's not going to be able to defend her and say, hey, this is the person that I love and this is who I want to be with. Yeah, because we're, we're, like I said, we're already seeing clashing before it really gets going. I mean... And it's it's a train wreck without the wreck already. So I don't think this couple has the it factor. We could, I mean, there could be a rabbit pulled out of the hat last minute, but I'm not seeing it. All right. Who did you want to talk about next? Oh my gosh. Let's talk about Miss. I don't want to go back to Egypt. Even though she's been to Egypt already, she's actually married to her husband. And she's really, really strange. You know, I don't, I, I really, I really don't know what is the matter with her. So we're talking about Mahmood and, oh my gosh, what is her name? Because she always reminds me, believe it or not, she reminds me of the doll from the Rugrat Cynthia. That, so I want to call her Cynthia, and I know that's not her name. That's so hilarious. If my computer wasn't freezing, I would have been able to oh pull my up God. the cast. I know this is what we're struggling with. If anybody wants to donate um, a new MacBook Pro, that would be great. <laughs> Maybe I need to call, uh, what's her face? Who's the one that gave her the PS5? Kimberly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yes, Mahmood and Nicole. I had just pulled it up just as you were like, you know. But, yeah, Mahmood and Nicole. And these two, like, it's 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 not even him. Because we've seen before where you have the... Muslim husband and he's following Islam and this is his belief 
And because he's been raised and steeped in it, he's not wavering. But she hits her parents with one of the largest bombs, which is, hey, I've converted to Islam. She's been Muslim for an entire year and her parents had no clue. How does that even work? Like, we've seen it with with Avery, but her parents knew that she was Muslim. But how do your parents not know that you're Muslim for an entire year? So she's telling them that, you know, she wants to go. She wants to be with her husband, but she doesn't want to go. She doesn't like any of the laws. She knows how it is over in Egypt. And she's really not happy there. Now, the internet had a field day with this one because they're like, if you don't want to go, why go back? Like, nobody's really forcing you to go back, you know? And then she says the weirdest thing. So they got married at a justice of the peace, which means that they are legally married um, pretty much all over the world. But then his uncle decided that because they were not married at an actual Muslim ceremony that they could not spend a night together. So what they did was, instead of waiting to have their own ceremony, they crashed someone else's wedding. Do you know how pissed I would have been for someone to crash my wedding so that they could get married? (laughs) I would be pissed too. Like, oh well, I know you're. I know you're getting married, but I need to get married right away. Can I just borrow your, uh, you know? Can I borrow your minister for a moment? Can I borrow, you know? Can I borrow your efficient for a moment? Like, no. <laughs> I I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But but yeah. it's it's the way she describes the story though, because she's just like. You know, we crashed a wedding and we got married. And it was at so weird. <laughs> they got married at a table. And then I think the thing that gets me is like they cut to the clip of her sitting down and getting married to him while they're sitting down with these two pieces of cake. And if anyone is is following me on Twitter, yes, I did put that this makes me afraid to eat cake in other countries. I I thought Kenya was the only country on my list, but now it seems like Egypt has been added to the list. Um, What is going on overseas, people? Is is there something with cake that we should know over here in America? Don't sit next to a gentleman or don't sit next to a woman and have a piece of cake because you might get up and find out that you're completely and totally married to a complete stranger. Like, what is going on? (laughs) (laughs) and that's what happens so yeah they got married they had two boxes of cake they crashed someone's wedding and they're married but she decides that against her better judgment to go to fly over to egypt and she's completely covered up she meets him in the airport they hug and the first thing he does is go cover yourself cover yourself well He's upset because her pants are showing. Yeah, literally, you heard me right, people. Not There was nothing risque. It was just that her pants were showing. So the front of her was showing, and he thought that that was, felt that that was disrespectful, and so she had to cover herself. So, you know, she's already upset. These two are already fighting. They haven't even gotten out of the airport yet, and they're fighting. And I'm saying, okay, if she's this miserable already without going anywhere other than the airport, how how are these two going to make it through the next few months? Like, I, at this point, I'm thinking she should have just stayed in America. Like, and and the thing is, they were already fighting because we'd seen glimpses of them fighting over like FaceTime or WhatsApp or whatever, but they're fighting over video chat. So how does this work? How is she supposed to be happy if she's 
miserable once you already get to the airport? Hmm, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I am I am perplexed on this one. I am I am quite perplexed on this one. So we will see where this couple goes. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get into <laughs> let's get into Isabel and Gabriel because you know we didn't see much of them either we know that Gabriel um, says his, his goodbyes and he's on his way to Colombia to be with Isabel Isabel's hanging out with her friends and we find out how one of her friends uh, saw Gabriel at one of the fabric stores and uh, decided to introduce them to his group of friends. And here we are. These two friends came together and now they're fiancés. <laughs> but uh, they they had some concerns about her and her family, about who Gabriel, about Gabriel's past and everything. But, you know, she's a bit worried, but she's not. But the kids are excited. She's happy in this relationship. We're not going to get into the questions, to be honest, because really, I don't feel like it's something that we should talk about um, and get into detail. But the only thing is, uh, you know, it's nice to hear that her kids were really excited. They're always asking about Gabriel. When when he, when is he coming? Uh, when is he staying? So as long as Isabel's very happy, you know, it's a good thing. But I know we've mentioned this earlier. He's got this online shop. He's you know, putting it out there. You know, what is it? Is it for the fame? Is it for, we don't know. I feel like now with all of these couples, yeah. it gets me into that mindset. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, are we doing this for, to be a better influencer? Are we doing this to get our shop further along? So, you know, I didn't even know until the fan plan pointed out that, this guy was already, you know, an influencer with his own company. So I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm worried about that one. But I mean, I, I hope that he's doing it for love. And I mean, if he's doing it for love and his company makes more money from it, then all fine and well. You know, I, I don't I don't think putting yourself through that type of train wreck just to get better better uh clientele is something someone should do so just my thoughts i agree okay so we have two more couples left uh, let's get into chris and jamie they finally meet in person they're excited and apparently we find out that Jane, uh, Chris had, ex well, freak, how do I explain this? She had some requests when it came to this apartment. She actually asked Jamie to look for the apartment with her wish list. And, you know, Jamie's a bit nervous. Like, is she going to like the apartment? Is she going to like what I picked? And once they get there, she is super excited. She's just like, oh my God, this looks great. She apparently got the kitchen that she wanted because uh, it was very important. And Jamie did a good job and Chris is very happy. So this is the first time they're meeting in person. They've done online dating for quite some time. And this is it. This is it. This is their first night together. Um, they're nervous. They're excited. And they obviously kick the camera crew out because this is their time. But she does warn her, you know, with what she goes through, she might get kicked in the face. She might get punched. She might get, uh, wow. Like the the first thing that comes to mind when she's like getting kicked in the face, like she's boxing, uh, maybe in the middle of the night, who knows? And she's got to be prepared for that. But reality kicks in in the next week's episode when Chris and Jamie go out because he has to get Jamie, Chris needs to get medication and she's at the pharmacy and she's just letting her know, I need this, I need that. And there's things that she didn't know about. So I'm curious to know where this couple's going to go because I feel like Jamie is not up for the challenge. She's a bit nervous, which I understand. Maybe she could have asked more questions because Chris is pretty open with what uh, her health um, issues are. And 
this should have been the opportunity if they've been dating for so long online jamie could have said hey like how does this work right i agree i agree so i don't know i don't know where this couple is going to go but we do see them go through a big fight sometime in, during this season so who knows who knows all right, so we are up to Danielle and Johan. Oh my <laughs> gosh. When did HGTV enter the building? I felt like we were, you know, looking for, you know, what is that? Uh what which show is that? The one where they go, you know, House Hunters. House Hunters Paradise. Mm-hmm. Because she's just like, you know, apartmento perfecto, apartmento perfecto. Like, she wants the perfect apartment. And that's all she keeps saying. Like, ma'am, I hate to tell you, but you did come from New York City, where $4,000 barely gets you two bedrooms. So please tell me how, what what is supposed to be so perfect about this apartment and and how much did you actually think you were going to spend? Because after they go house hunting, she loves this apartment because she's got to have all the moving ready amenities. She needs a terrace. You know, she found a place for expats. For, for those who don't know what an expat is, it's someone who moved from the United States to another country. Um, So she found a place where most of these people are. So it's like, okay, she has all these expats and it's like, okay, but then she finds out it's $2,000 a month. Now, the thing is, she's only talking about um, doing yoga. I don't know if she'll be able to make the $2,000 US working as a yoga instructor online. That is the question. And then she asked Johan, hey, could you help me? And he's like, well, I can chip in $90. You know, but she wanted all these amenities. She's getting what she wants. But now she doesn't want to, as she says, bankroll their entire lifestyle. Hmm. I don't know, Danielle. I don't know. Now, there is a rumor going around on the internet. And Danielle actually had to file for bankruptcy. And this may be the reason that she can't bring Johan to the United States. It may not be that she didn't want to. It just means that it may mean that she can't. Because, guys, if you have been following for 90 Day Fiance for a while, you know that we get some goods from, you know, lawyers and all kinds of experts. And one of the things is... You have to be able to fund 120% of your own income um, or your cost of living in your state, which means that you have to be able to afford yourself plus some. So the fact that she filed for bankruptcy may be what's keeping her from being able to bring Johan to the United States. But it seems like now she may not be able to afford living in the Dominican Republic either. What just happened? Like, seriously, you know, when I was watching her and again, picking these places like, you know, Johan's making the dollar bills in Dominican Republic. I think she forgets, too, that she he has to help his family out. And the whole point of this is that he wanted to go to New York to help his family out. But of course, this is Danielle and whatever Danielle does and Danielle says, it goes. And, you know, <laughs> she's asking this man to put in half of what I think it was $2,000 or around $2,000 for this apartment. Right. And I'm just like, dude, like, this guy's got nothing. And you're making him pay this amount of money, like half of it? He probably makes half in like two months. Let's be real right. here. Right. Because I'm thinking what he probably thought was that, you know, she was going to be happy living with him and his family at <laughs> their family home, which would have saved him money, which would have saved her money. But 
No, she wants to have an apartment, which is understandable. She wants to have her own apartment. But she, again, she made this a whole HGTV moment. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was expecting the property brothers to jump out from somewhere and, you know, the, and, and, and help and help, you know, help her figure out what she needed and what she didn't need. So <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know what she's thinking. And and the question is, is she going to be able to afford this? Is she going to be able to stay? Mm. Yeah. I don't think she is. She's got HGTV dreams with like unlimited funds of cash because you can be an astronaut and a stay-at-home mom and still make like over $500,000 like they play on HGTV and international householders. But, you know... <laughs> She just wants everything. She, I feel like she's okay. She does say she's fed up of her pain for everything in the past when coming to the Dominican. But Danielle, Danielle, did you forget this man lives and works in the Dominican Republic? It's not the same. You know, it's your fault for choosing these hotels that you want to stay at when you're here in Dominican Republic. It's your fault for choosing these restaurants that you want to stay. The poor man, you're saying like... How much does he spend on breakfast? 90 pesos? Like, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, who eats that much? It's a lot. <laughs> he probably eats once that a day. A lot. Like, she's like, oh, he spends that much on breakfast. Like, what is he eating? Exactly what is he eating? Because she's like, oh, well, you know, and I'm trying to figure out what that even means because now she's got, she's got me. I should have looked up, you know how much that is don't worry guys we hear the typing <laughs> she's yeah. on it four dollars and 88 cents so she's mad because he eats four dollars and 88 cents worth of food actually no in the dominican republic it's a dollar and 61 cents so is he saying $90 US or is he saying 90 pesos? Because 90 pesos is like a dollar sixty-one, which here would be something like a bagel and cream cheese or a muffin or something. Like is 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 she really complaining about a muffin? Like I'm I'm not I'm not getting it. I'm 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 a little bit confused about the amounts. It is confusing because sometimes we even say, like here, when I talk to my mom, it's like, oh, it cost me um, no one the, well, it's kind of hard. I really don't say it now that I think of it. But some people, like other, when I hear, hear other people speak Spanish, they're like, oh, I don't peso or dos pesos or tres. Yeah, you know what because I mean? we say, like, we would say, like, tres peso. But in other words, in, in, in New York, sometimes we say tres dólares, which means three dollars. Yeah. So, in other words, to 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 differentiate, you know, in other words, you're letting people know you are talking about American money, but but um, you know, that's really what it is. It's like there is a different, there's a difference, but there are people that would say tres peso, which still in New York means three dollars. So we have to find out what exactly are they talking, you know, because sometimes people will say tres peso U.S., meaning they're talking about U.S. dollars. So who knows? But if he's saying he can contribute $90, and if this man is literally eating $90 worth of food, like what is he eating? Like there, there's a restaurant here, like everyone loves to go to, called Dallas BBQ, and I don't even think one person could eat ninety dollars worth of food there. Yeah. So, the, what was the conversion rate? You said it was three bucks. Yeah, like it's it's a kid. It seems about right. Yeah, so it's like he's complaining about having uh uh you know. A bagel with cream cheese or something. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure. Not sure. But regardless, at the end of the day, this guy has nobody. 
Okay, that's the conclusion. He has no money, and he she's expecting him to have millions of dollars to help her pay this rent, which is ridiculous. But she discovered he had no money last week when they went through the whole thing with the canaceria. Like they went through the thing with the with the with the you know the butcher's shop, and she realized that what he was putting out in money, you know, he wasn't really making that much back. So I don't get it. Well, we'll see where this couple takes themselves and what train wreck they're going to be on. But the train's moving pretty slow. We've picked up all these uh, couples and we'll see what happens because I'm just like, wow. I know, I know. (laughs) I have a question for you and we're going to be completely honest on here. Okay. You're you're probably kind of nervous, aren't you? Because you're like, okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what? <laughs> and this is a question for obviously the listeners out there, but I'm curious to know. Are we getting to that point where we're just like, oh, another season of 90 Day Fiance? Like, I don't know. I, that, is, that is a question because I, I'm noticing that some people are dropping off. And it may be it. Um, like even the Twitter followers, like we're not getting as many responses as we are were. And I think what what I'm noticing is some people are just not here for the spinoffs. Some people are not here for the spinoffs, and it's it's really strange. Um, but I, you know, and and I have a whole crew of like reality TV followers that are into just about everything. And some of them are watching 90 Day Fiance and another show at the same time. So they're either like flipping back and forth or doing picture in picture, but they're not giving it the full, the full attention they were giving. So I'm not sure if it's, the spinoff that they're not giving their full attention to or if they're you know because for me it's kind of like I I need this to pick up a little bit more I need it to pick up a little bit faster I mean and I don't need the repeats and I don't want to find out that you know we're having another Natalie situation where she's just doing it or, or a big ed situation where they're just doing it for the fame you know it's just like okay because to me, I will say this, whatever they're recording now with Big Ed, Angela, and Yara, I don't want to watch it. I, I'm not psyched to watch that. I, I really am not. I'm, 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 I'm overseeing Angela on my television. I'm overseeing Big Ed and his abusive behavior. So it's like, mm. and Natalie for me is a no-go. Like, why would I want to watch another season of the single life when she's already with josh so i don't know maybe that's what it is in other words tlc needs to come up with something new yeah and that's what i feel like the same way because even with this new cast like it's is it weird to say like it's we've been there done that type of situation like we see the same people we yeah see, you know, Morocco keeps on giving us the best people and do we see these older yeah. women going after the young men? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's 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 the same storyline. And don't get me wrong, I know that because if if there weren't older women going after young men, MILF men or wouldn't be a thing. But what I'm saying is it's like it's it's such a played out story when you know the families are going to fight there's you know it's kind of like the same storyline and it's like I, I i would love to see what the actual story is going to be give me something interesting i'm i'm excited this this season i the mo- the ones i seem to be excited the one i'm excited for is gabe i'm excited for gabe out of the cast of out of all these cast members, I'm excited for Gabe and Isabel. So yeah. I don't know. And I really wanted to ask that question because I felt like, again, 
with this whole new season i was kind of like oh do we have to do this and the amount of people responding to this preview when it first came out it's like again everyone's just i guess tired of it like it's we need something else and you know of course uh, tlc comes out with the show milf manor and if you're not watching it it could be really cringy but i don't know okay, it just... the idea <laughs> and I, I hate to say this the idea it wasn't i i think was milf manor and i just want to say this it wasn't the idea of the whole milf kind of cougar young guy thing it was the fact that these cougars are finding out that their sons are the cubs like what no <laughs> and they're casting for dilf manor no yeah and then let's not just let's not forget we got announced on sunday brother husband seeking brother husband oh god so yeah and they're they're now talking about polyandry it's crazy so yeah well if those listening out there who've been such great supporters of us what are you thinking so far with 90 day fiance is this uh, what do you how do you feel about it is this something where you're just like hey after the season i'm completely done we just want to know your thoughts uh because you know it could be exhausting we've been doing this for four years <laughs> yeah we yeah we literally have been doing this for four years and i think this is the first time we're really saying like bring us something fresh bring us something new like you know we we pretty much know we pretty much know ed's entire family we know angela's entire family you know we've seen we've seen some people kind of like disappear by the wayside but for the most part it's like mm, bring us something interesting give us something to watch you know so yeah I don't know. All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap this up. We thank you so much for your support and thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to check out CQP Moments Podcast and Queen Pin and the Wingmen. And thank you for tuning in. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And, and you're you listening, are to listening to, to a, little a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, 